0: Hello, I'm DJ Evil Dave.
1: And I'm Dr. Brandy Sexy Voice.
0: And you're listening to the Dark Corner Podcast.
1: Brought to you by gentlemen's Grindhouse Records.com. Again up after.
0: which means it's a comic convention sort of thing. This time, the Femme Experience.
1: Yep. And I have once again forgotten how difficult it is to drive while wearing a corset. (laughs) Yes. I forget this every time we go to a convention.
0: Yeah. Every
1: time.
0: It's very pinchy, I imagine. You Uh, have to hold your arms up higher.
1: It's not so much that it's pinchy, it's that it's, um, it doesn't allow for any bending. And so I have to sit up really straight. Right. And uh, because of the way the corset is made, if I don't widen my legs, I can't sit fully upright because the corset will dig into my legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it's just it's, it's we have fun. We have fun here. It's it's all good. <laughs> it's all fun and games until someone gets bruises on their underboobs from a corset. Which is generally what happens to me. Right. Yeah. Things you didn't know. (laughs) Or all of you ladies who have worn corsets. Things you totally already knew. So, ooh. (sighs) And I haven't been feeling well all week, but today I'm feeling good and I'm very grateful for that.
0: Yeah, a little bit of nausea the last few
1: days. Not a little bit. A lot. Ah and it has affected my ability to eat, and things like that, and uh, after half of a good night of sleep, and half of a night of restless sleep last night, uh, my back feels better, and that was part of the problem, and I I have a different kind of nausea now, it's the nausea of anxiety, because in a short amount of time, I'm going to be meeting the number one person on my list of people to meet. And probably most of you already know who that is, but that's Zachary Levi. Blessed Uh, be the Chuck. Blessed be the Chuck. I do not know what deal they made with the devil to get him here.
0: Well, hopefully they did because he is Christian.
1: Well, yeah, but he wouldn't have known. I mean, (laughs) he would be dealing with his agent and his publicist and stuff. So it's, it's really a big score because... Zachary Levi has never done a convention outside of San Diego Comic-Con and the occasional New York Comic-Con. So he's never been anywhere else for a convention. Uh, He is going to get mobbed. Um, Totally mobbed. They ended up having to split his photo op into two groups instead of one. Wow. Because there were so many. Um, And he's only here for the one day. So, yeah. I will not miss this opportunity. And I'm really anxious.
0: And he's given hugs for 20 bucks.
1: Yes, the $20 is a donation to Operation Smile, which if you don't know what that is, uh, I'm ashamed of you. Um, Operation Smile is a nonprofit foundation that uh, fixes the cleft palates of children all over the world. And doctors donate their time, you know, people donate supplies and money, etc. And they, they especially work in underprivileged countries, a lot of third world countries, and, uh, and help these children because a lot of these children, if they don't get that cleft palate fixed, they actually don't live very long. They are so much more subjected to a myriad of health problems that ends their lives prematurely. And, uh, and also just not knowing how to breastfeed a baby with a cleft palate. And women have held their child upside down and then, and then put the milk into their mouths that way, but then that can get into the ear canal and cause deafness. And, you know, this is a, this is a big deal, and it's such a simple thing to fix. It costs an average of $240 a child. So I'm hoping that the people of... Attendance at Fanex will pay for a good portion of children's smiles to be fixed. And I imagine they do, because we can be very charitable in this state. We do. And who wouldn't want to hug Zachary Levi? Because I know I sure as hell do. Yep. And
0: six foot four of him?
1: Yes, all six foot four of him. Oh my God. Him
0: and Brandon Ralph. Uh
1: (laughs) And Adam Baldwin ain't a shorty either. Oh, hell no. So, of He's course... animal mother. Yeah. Well, I, I got to hug Adam Baldwin for free, but I will gladly pay <laughs> to to support Operation Smile for a guaranteed Zachary Levi hug. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna cry. Oh, surely. We all know. I will try my best not to, but it's it's not gonna happen. And uh, if someone like Adam Baldwin can be really good-natured about it, which he was. Of course. When I met him three years ago, um, then I, I don't really have any fear of being emotional. Right. Because Zachary Levi is a pretty emotional person himself, and he's also a very kind person. By all accounts. So, yeah, there we are.
0: <laughs> Anything else we're planning today?
1: Uh, we've got Weird Al Yankovic photo op as well. And uh, we're also going to fit in um, a, a photo op with uh, Dan Farr and Brian Brandenburg, who are the two top dogs of Salt Lake Comic Con. And, uh, in fact, it was Dan Farr who started this whole thing in the first place.
0: <laughs> yes, he did.
1: It was, it was his idea. And it was one of those things where it was like a number thing. It's like, huh. We got a lot of nerds in this state. We don't have any conventions really for those nerds. Wonder what would happen if I did a comic con sort of thing. And uh, his all of his financial backers said, "Well, you got to have at least three thousand people come, or we're not doing this again." Well, how about like seventy-two thousand people? Is that enough for you? Because <laughs> that's how many people came to the first comic con. First one, seventy-two thousand people.
0: Yeah, we're the most nerdy state in the union.
1: Uh, yep and we have been several
0: years running yeah we're serious geeks and nerds here in utah
1: yep and uh, i believe if i am not mistaken that the number one theater in the country as far as attendance for the premiere of rogue one was jordan commons here in utah that makes sense the big megaplex there so well done us so yeah, that's going to be fun they, they put up on Facebook that they were going to do it And it was going to be free And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm signing up for that Yeah. So that'll be really fun Because I respect both of those guys immensely And as uh, Brian Brandenburg That guy's a machine <laughs> yes. I mean, he, he had to go in for surgery And within hours after the surgery He was back on Facebook And taking care of business From the hospital I'm like, holy crap, man You the man So, very excited.
0: I am, too. It's going to be a lot of celebrities today, but FanX is pretty much focused on that anyhow.
1: Yeah, that is, uh, that's why it's called FanX, is because it's, it's centering on fandoms. So they get, try to get a lot of people from a certain thing. Like, we've got, um, three people from The Princess Bride, and we've got, like, five people who've been on Psych and people from charmed and people from the walking dead and etc so it's you know people who are part of a specific fandom that they get as many as they can from that fandom and then have like a group experience sort of thing that sounded wrong group experience <laughs> i know um, what you mean as in they arrange
0: panels around that particular subject they get photo ops with all or most of the stars of one thing
1: Yes, uh, all of those things. So, in fact, one year at FanX, they had almost every member of the original main cast of Star Trek The Next Generation. I think the only person they were missing was Patrick Stewart. Right. So, yeah, pretty impressive how they can get that together. We're in the carpool lane. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. I, I keep forgetting I can use this because you're here. Uh, yes, I'm in the car. I'm so used to traveling this route by myself that I just I look at the carpool lane longingly <laughs> and wish I could join in the fun, especially when there are idiot people who don't understand what a passing lane is.
0: Exactly. <sighs> well, there's also Artist Alley and then the vendor booths and all that sort of thing.
1: Yes, and uh, our, our friends at Lair of Abraxas are back, and I hope it's the same people. I would assume so because they seem to be a small sort of business thing, local business in Colorado, and so I was excited to see their name on the vendors list. And of course, our good friend Chris Bodley, also known as Hat Robot, uh, he's got a ton of new prints that he is premiering. And at His
0: booth is at Burgundy Twenty Five.
1: Burgundy 25. He was burgundy last year, wasn't he? I think so. I'm pretty sure he was. At least now we know, I think, where burgundy is. Unless they change it around again and and move all of the colors.
0: Which they might. Uh, Lair of Abraxas, I may splurge and get the copper multi-sided dice. Have to price them to see if it's worth it.
1: Oh, for heaven's sake.
0: Well, you know, if it's if it's unreasonable, then no. It's
1: not going to be unreasonable, and if if it's a little bit more than what you would pay on Amazon, so be it. Support a small business.
0: Yes, and now that we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, we can look at stuff geared towards that.
1: Yeah. Well, I always have an attraction to dice, and so I try not to look at them because I think, no, no, I do not need any more dice. But then I see them and I go, oh, (laughs) oh, they're so pretty. Yes. Because it's it's definitely an advantage to see them in person before you buy. Although Chelsea really lucked out with hers. She got some really beautiful dice from Amazon.
0: Are they kind of like a blue and white?
1: No, they're they're sort of a iridescent. Yes. They're blue and purple. Purple. That's the other color. Not really blue, so much as. Teal, Yeah. Um, sort of a turquoise, dark turquoise and purple sort of thing. Um I almost said effervescent. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I,
0: iridescent, yes.
1: Iridescent, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not omniscient. I'm having trouble with language today. Uh, actually, let's be honest, I have trouble with language most of the time now. <laughs> Effificent. If, what? the? <laughs> Effificent? Effificent? That's not a word. <laughs> but I like it. Efficient, someone who's excited about doing things quickly and well. <laughs> efficient. She's, she's so <laughs> efficient. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else
0: off the top of your noggin as for today?
1: Um, not that I can think of at this moment. Um, so we'll just check in later.
0: Yeah, we'll have a full report later. So that's. All from the 2017 Fanex so far.
1: At the edge of the universe when the future is in peril. Got Cardassians on our back doorstep. One man faces an impossible mission. I will do the job I've been ordered to do. Sir, to protect a defenseless space station. I don't believe the Federation has any business being here. Command an untested crew Ah! and to relay
0: a deadly encounter. You will disarm your weapons. Join Amory and Peter on the Borecast for Smut and Starships, as they begin their coverage of Deep Space Nine with Emissary, recording 20th of March. All feedback welcome via Borecast at geekplanetonline.com, the Geek Planet online forums, or our Tumblr site, borecast.tumblr.com. Okay, Comic-Con fan experience 2017, day one wrap-up. Uh, let's begin with the grapes. It was super-duper warm when we first entered the oh, uh, my God. convention floor. I
1: swear they had the fucking heat on.
0: It sure did seem like it. They certainly didn't have any air conditioning on. Yeah. But yeah, it felt like they had the heat on. It was
1: bad. Well, when we first got into the building, and granted, we had a lot of good luck with timing from uh, getting our parking place to getting on the train to getting off the train and crossing the street and then getting inside the building all of that was almost just one fluid thing Yes. which was quite amazing um, but once we got in there uh, I had to pee really bad <laughs> and so the first thing we did was go downstairs and go pee and just in the time it took me to do that I was dripping with sweat dripping wet everywhere. It was so gross. So gross. Yeah, I
0: was pretty warm myself. And, uh, then we headed off to get the Zachary Levi autograph. Yep. And, uh, weren't there quite at the right time? It was, what, 10.30
1: that they were having it? No, it was at 11 that it started. They said we could line up at 10.30. That's what it meant. Yeah.
0: Is that we could line up at 10:30, and we were a bit earlier than that, so we walked over to a walled area where we could wipe rest down. Up a little bit. Yeah, got out the tissues that we brought with you, probably for crying purposes, but you actually used them to wipe down because you were um, quite uh, wet and perspiring. Uh, it was pyre. so
1: gross. I'm like, come on! Right before the biggest moment of my life. Apart from marrying you? <laughs> really? <sighs> I was so paranoid about not smelling good. And I think at this point I probably don't smell good anymore, but I can't tell. I'm not objective about my own scent. so. Well, there's
0: so many odors in my nose now from just the convention. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, placing one with another is, I don't know.
1: You could lean over and sniff me. I <laughs> could.
0: <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't worry about not. No that. reason for it right now, anyway, because we're driving home.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: gripe number one. That was gripe number one.
1: Gripe number one. Gripe number two. Who the fuck decided that it was a good idea to have the photo op lines go through Celebrity Row?
0: Yeah, one of the more busy areas for lines for people waiting to get autographs. And you put the line for photographs or for the photo ops right down the center between the two celebrity row areas. It
1: was a nightmare.
0: And then they wanted a fire lane.
1: Well, they had to have a fire
0: lane. So people were split on either side with this lane in the middle that would constantly get clogged up again because of people just trying to figure out what was going on.
1: Yep because there were no signs until you got to the photo op area, but there were lines like 100 yards long to get to the photo op area. It was terrible. I have never seen such a fucked up photo op setup in all of the cons we've been to here. It
0: was the absolute worst place they could put the line for photo ops.
1: Absolute worst. And it was so frustrating because there was no way to get information. Because you couldn't get to information because of the lines. You'd have to wait
0: for them to come by and yell at you to get in one line or the other.
1: It was was really terrible. I mean, that's the worst that we've ever had that. The Uh, worst.
0: Hopefully tonight they'll rearrange things. Things. But who's to say?
1: I hope, but I really don't think it'll happen. I think it'll be just as much of a nightmare tomorrow
0: right well at least you managed to get us the digital copies ahead of time so that's good
1: yes and we would have done it earlier except they weren't there earlier when we had the time and then we had to go line up for Zachary Levi autograph and uh yeah so but after we did our first photo op which was Weird Al which was awesome uh I talked to, we went and got that digital copy. And then I said, well, how can I get the digital copies for these that I haven't done yet? And he's like, well, you have to go to customer service. So basically we had to go all the way back around to where you enter for the photo ops. But we didn't have to wait in lines because the lines were for the photo ops. And once we actually got to customer service, there was like no line. Right. And so I just, there was like six or seven people there just for the photo op stuff. And so I walked right up to a guy, and he was very friendly and helpful, and got everything taken care of. And So we didn't have to wait in any more digital copy lines after that.
0: Yep, even though we did have to brave through the photo ops line again just to get down to customer service.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't as bad because we didn't really have to wait in line line. We could go down the middle lane.
0: Uh, grape number three is the panel we went to, the volume level was far too low.
1: Far too low. It
0: was really hard to hear, and I recorded it, and I don't know how usable it is, because if I couldn't hear it with my naked ear, I don't know if I could pick up on it electronically.
1: It's hard to say, um, we'll just have to see, because an ear and an electronic device are two different receptors. True. And it, it may pick up on things that we, with our human fo- fo- foibles, fallacies, fallacies, may not.
0: Uh, indeed. And I can do some little technical chicanery to try to bring the volume out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how successful that's going to be. So a lot of it just kind of disappeared. So, yeah, we'll who's see. to say?
1: We'll see.
0: Um, I think that's it for gripes, unless you have... Oh, how about tables?
1: Yeah. Kind of hard to come by. The way that they split up the food areas this time was asinine. And just finding a table to sit at, especially when you're carrying a plate of hot food, was very frustrating. And the funny thing is, though, is that if we weren't sitting where we were on our stools, our portable stools, when we were eating, I wouldn't have run into... Jen, who I used to work with at Lowe's So, how funny is that? That's pretty funny Pretty funny So, you know, apparently I was just supposed to see her So, it was really cool It was so funny because she had walked past me And then I hear, Brandy? (laughs) And I turn around like, Jen? So,
0: yeah, it was pretty fun Um, Probably the least well-organized Salt Lake Comic Con Since the second one? I mean this is the mo- least organized fan experience so far
1: yeah it's definitely that
0: so there's definitely room for improvement over this one there's things they changed that they shouldn't have messed with
1: absolutely and it's hard on the volunteers and the employees because they don't have the story straight because the people above them don't have the story straight and so it just it causes ill will all down the line
0: Yeah, especially when there's this whole crowded area, and then you get to where the lines are for the photo op, and it's practically empty.
1: Yeah, so much space.
0: You could have just had everybody go there, but they have to get through Celebrity Row to even get there in the first place, and it bottlenecks.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Horrible, horrible planning.
1: Yeah, definitely. Is that it for Gripes? I think
0: so. Let's get on to positive, which is mostly your floor, so I (laughs) give the floor to you.
1: Okay, so, um, yeah. No, no, you go ahead and talk about it. Okay, this.
0: well, how about another gripe is trying to find Burgundy 25, which is where Chris Bodley, who's one of our impro- improv coaches and an illustrator, he's known as Hat Robot. You yeah. can find his work on Facebook. He's at Burgundy 25, and there's no rhyme or reason where they put the colors. Nope. And they could have just done what Chelsea said. Which is do an alpha and then the numeric. Okay, you are at A, 25. You are at B, 35. That would be easy to find. Yes. Instead, they do these weird colors like beige and light blue and they
1: had, peach. They had berry, burgundy, fuchsia, red, and pink. And it's like, what the fucking hell? There are more colors than that. Stop with all of the Fred family. (laughs) And if you had just used alphas, that's 26 right there. Yeah, plus you don't have to find little matchy-matchy skirts for the tables. You could just use any fucking skirt for the tables that you wanted if you put a goddamn letter and number on it.
0: Yep, just alphanumeric. That's all you need. Yeah. But we did manage to finally find them in this tucked away little corner. And so we got some magnets. Yeah. Uh, He had some classic horror stuff. He had the Bride of Frankenstein. He had Frankie. You know, Frankenstein's monster himself. And he had this raven that, of course, I had to get. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Haunted House, Wonder Woman, and what was the other magnet you got? The robot? The robot. The robot. So that's our six magnets. And then you got some prints from him.
1: Yes, I did, because he's got some great a woman power prince. <laughs> yeah, uh Princess Leia strangling uh, Jabba job
0: of the Hutt, and it's you know says about being a rebel. Or is it rebel? rebel. <laughs> right.
1: You can take it whichever way you want. A
0: rebel or rebel. And um, a great Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman and 11 even though you didn't really like strange things. Stranger things. Stranger things. Stranger danger. Uh perfect strangers. Oh. Um You
1: like the actress I do I love Millie Bobby Brown And I love the idea of Eleven Uh, I love her as a character I just could not I just couldn't sit through Winona Ryder's shrillness (laughs) For 12 episodes Or however many episodes it was I just couldn't do it I I could barely get through one
0: If you can't get on with her performance It would be very difficult to watch Stranger Things
1: yeah, and I could not, I watched the first episode and I'm like, I cannot do this. I can't do this. Because if she keeps doing this, I am going to throw things at the television. And I don't want to break my television.
0: No, that would be
1: bad. That would be bad.
0: Uh, so there's that. That was really the only art we got? Yep. As I've got so much art right now, it's hard to display. And I didn't really look that closely at to what anybody else was displaying. So, didn't really buy much other than from Chris Bottley.
1: Yeah, I did buy a shirt that says, uh, gives no fox. <laughs> and it's got a fox on it. And that was great. There is a tea turtle booth at FanX. And I love tea turtle. Matt, it's Matt's fault. Ah, uh, yes. It's Matt's fault. Uh, because he just kept wearing great tea turtle shirts. And then, uh, I saw the one of Princess Leia. Excuse me, General Leia that they put out shortly after she had passed away, Carrie Fisher had passed away, and uh, it says at the bottom of it, Call Me General, and it's got her outfit from uh, Force Awakens, the uh, the action outfit, not the pretty outfit. Right. And so, once I got that, then they started sending me emails, you know. Uh-huh. And so, there are so many, so many... I'm seriously tempted by the uh, Loki Chaos and Destruction one. Of course. Because it's this adorable little Loki on the Rainbow Bridge, and it says Chaos and Destruction, and he just looks like he's running around having the time of his life. (laughs) Indeed. Which is, you know, what Loki does. Uh, He loves Chaos and Destruction, because that's who he is.
0: Yeah, we stopped by a few shirt places, but I, again, kind of... Uh, resisted the urge to buy anything. I didn't really have anything shot on me. I didn't look the closest either. So, yeah. Um, what else?
1: I did buy another uh, custom ring. Right. And I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to put on it what I put on it and uh, this I'm 99.999% sure that this was the same booth at which we got our first ones that are now our wedding bands. Yes. And uh, so I got one that was bigger so that I could wear it on my thumb or my forefinger. And I, and I said, I don't think you can fit it on there. And she says, well, tell me what it is. And so I told her what it was. And she said, I can do that. <laughs> I'm like, really? She says, yeah, I can do that. And I said, great, let's do it. And so this is now my Chuck ring because it says it's never safe in the car. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah! So now, now my major fandoms are represented. Indeed. My my two biggest fandoms, as far as you know, fictional characters. Captain America ring says Team Cap, and now I got my it's never safe in the car ring. Yes. So and my nerd herd lanyard. <laughs> um, which has seen better days But I have had this thing for Five years Yeah,
0: like when a lanyard gets a little beat up Yeah,
1: so Okay, maybe I can talk about Zach Lee by now uh, I don't know Yeah,
0: we'll see how um, you can do without uh, Incident
1: Hey, he is awesome He's awesome, he's awesome I knew he was awesome But it is another thing entirely to see that Awesomeness in front of you Responding to you, speaking <laughs> to you Looking at you, hugging you telling you you are loved and that you're bl- to, and blessing you and saying all of these wonderful things and oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no, nope, can't do it. Can't do it.
0: Okay, I'm going to go into his panel it, just in case it turns out I can't play it because of the audio quality. Yeah. But he had some wonderful things to say about being Christian and what that meant to him. Yes. About the positivity of, of living your faith and not, not trying to convince people of, you know, to believe the same thing you do through hate. Jeez. People are avoiding the in the road, I guess.
1: It was a blown tire nah. rim thing from a semi. But yeah.
0: So yeah, he's very and talking about how he's really non-denominational. He just believes in God and Jesus. And that's the extent of it. There's no organized religion aspect behind it. He just believes in God and believes in God's love and uses his faith as a means to live his life and that is why he also got into acting is he had faith that he would always be an actor you know from a very young age he knew fundamentally that he wanted to act
1: he enjoyed entertaining people
0: yeah, especially to make them laugh, he'd do impressions to the point where his friends would tell him to stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what, we've had enough of you. Just and go away.
0: Doing Urkel impressions of all things.
1: And, yeah. And it was it was some of the most heartfelt things that I have ever heard said with such love and without judgment about Christianity. Right. And that's he's like what I wish all Christians were like. I think and he even
0: reached over and whispered that to me
1: yeah if 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 that were what the whole of christianity represented then i would probably still be a christian (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah if it's just about living your faith and not trying to argue and and hate your way into convincing yourself of what you believe by bullying others into believing the same thing because he was talking about that, how each time somebody does it, it, like, reinforces their own faith. Because they're so afraid they don't know what they actually believe in. So a lot of these hateful Christians are ones that don't necessarily have faith, really.
1: Well, and, and it comes from a place of fear. Hate al- almost always comes from a place of fear. Right. And that just, that brought joy to my heart. You know, just the way he talked about it and how non judgmental he was. And he says, you know, it doesn't matter what faith you are, you know, whether you're Christian or Muslim or Jewish or, you know, any of those things. Just the best thing you can do to show people your faith is just live your faith just live your religion well actually he, he he separated religion and spirituality which i really appreciated because they are two very different things
0: yeah religion is very much about the tenets the the social mores the traditions involved while faith and spirituality are more individualistic
1: yeah and that's the thing eddie Izard does the same thing There's a difference between spirituality and religion. Right. And you can be spiritual without being religious. And, you know, I consider myself to be a spiritual person, but I'm not 100% sure that it's about God. Right. You know, but I think that there's something more... But I just, you know, I don't want to quantify it as a male or a female god or something like that at this time. Yeah, just
0: just a creative energy.
1: Yeah. So, you know, put good into the world and you'll get good out. That's exactly that's by in a nutshell. And Putting I... good things in the world since <laughs> 1980, 1980,
0: I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, he even talked about how he doesn't really talk about his faith that often. About what it's like to be a Christian actor, and he actually got up and kind of mimicked being a preacher for a second because you know it's just interesting how he was focusing so much on discussing faith in a Comic Con panel.
1: Yeah, and he was just amazing. I could sit and listen to him tell stories for all day. Let's be honest, he just keep talking. Because he's one of those celebrities that it, when you ask him a question at a panel, he does not give you a one sentence answer.
0: Oh no, he'll go through the history and almost even get off track and then have to be reminded of what the question was.
1: Well, and see that's the funny thing because he's, he started talking a little bit about faith when, he, when someone asked him did you always know you wanted to be an actor or how did that come about. And he was, he was talking about that, and he ta- started talking about faith, and that he had this this faith that that is what he needed and wanted to do. And at the end, he says, so that was a very long way of saying, yeah, I always knew. I always knew I was going to be an actor.
0: Nice. He bent over and showed off his butt a couple of times.
1: I appreciated that so much. Where does this semi-truck think he's going? I don't fucking know. He's changed lanes like five times. Oh, God. But, anyway, uh, yeah, he, um, uh, <laughs> I, I will, I would gladly look at him pick up something from the floor anytime, um, he has a nice butt, <laughs> he has a nice everything, let's be honest. Yes. Um, yeah, and he, he said something really nice, he said, you guys, I'm, I met Dan Farr, you guys know who Dan Var is, etc., and he said, he's been trying to get me to come and do one of these conventions here for, for years. And he says, you guys need to know how much he cares about you. <laughs> and that's an amazing thing. Yep. And he also, of course, said that we were totally awesome uh, because we are. We are awesome fans here in Utah. Yes, yes, and indeed. Everybody says so who comes here, so there we are. But yeah, I, um, it was, it was so surreal because I'm like, how is this my life? Never thought I'd have this chance So <laughs> now here I am. Oh my God. That's like really high. I can't believe it. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. Getting emotional again. Sorry. Yeah. We're just going to have to move over
0: pretty soon. Huh? Uh,
1: yes. I have not been paying attention to where we are, and yes, you are correct. We are going okay. to have to move over to so. uh, Should I
0: just leave off there and we can discuss more of it tomorrow?
1: No, I'm okay. We can keep going.
0: Okay, because I know we're about to go back into town.
1: No, you're fine. All right. right. not a problem. Uh,
0: so, yeah, that was the Zachary Levi panel. He, lots of people wanted to talk about Chuck and Tangled, so that was fun.
1: Yes, and I... I... Uh, had forgotten to tell you I think until yesterday that there's going to be a Tangled series oh I heard about that I think from you so yeah Yeah, I told you about that but I don't think I told you about it until yesterday Uh, right so yeah so there's that and they're going to have at least two seasons which is cool nice Um, which is this is this is really cool because it's it takes you know takes off from the end of the film but before happily ever after Yes, And so, you know, that's really an interesting way to do that. Because that was the thing about um, Eugene and Rapunzel, is because they didn't know each other that well. <laughs> yeah, they were in love, but now you've got to learn to be around each other all the time when you're not united against a common enemy. And
0: to have her pretty much be a hermit for the most part
1: yeah she's got to learn to live in the world again Um,
0: him having a thieves background more or less
1: and her hair is going to grow back mmm Uh huh. don't know exactly how that comes about but I know that that's part of it so yeah excited for that Um, it was it was wonderful
0: Uh, Carrie Elwes is an amazing dude
1: oh my god Oh my God. He had
0: a nice little private area which made it very intimate to meet him because mm-hmm. you don't have the huge line of people waiting behind you. So yeah, you go into this curtained area and there he is standing in this neat leather jacket. Oh my God.
1: He's, <laughs> he's so... He looks so great. Um, yeah.
0: he Look, 54?
1: He's 54. He, he, he
0: lo- looks amazing.
1: He looks our age. Um,
0: <laughs> so. yeah, it looks like he's lost weight since he was on psych. So yeah,
1: he 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 really looks great. He's written a book, of course, about uh, the making of The Princess Bride. And the thing is is that I was just going for an autograph, but then I saw on the sign that you could for $20 more also get the book and have him autograph the book and I'm like, "Well, that's what we're doing." Yes. That is absolutely what we're doing. And oh my god, he was so kind.
0: He must be Buddhist or something cuz I saw him do like the namaste and he's just so kind and genuinely interested in you.
1: Yes!
0: He told the people in front of us to have a safe travel home.
1: Yeah, and you know, (laughs) I got surprisingly emotional. I was not expecting that and I'm like, oh my god, you're so wonderful. And we kind of suspected that as
0: we were waiting in line because people would leave the curtained area. And a lot of the women would have a hand to their chest, it would and it's kind of oh. like catching their breath kind of thing. Yeah. And it wasn't just that he was a very handsome guy, it was oh. like they were genuinely touched by him.
1: Well, and, and the thing is, is that he was not behind a table. He was just out in front of the table, and interacting with people. He hugged me twice.
0: Yep, I got a couple of elbow bumps.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't want to touch hands, but I'm surprised he hugged me twice. Yep. And he was just so sweet. And I said, it's taken me just 29 years to get here, but I made it. And so that was just really sweet. And he was really kind to you too. Yeah. Saying that
0: I was very good to you and he could see that that and found out that we've been married 19 years and was wondering when our anniversary was and if there's any surprises.
1: Yeah, well, it, the funny thing is, is our anniversary is three days after the anniversary of the release of the Princess Bride. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, and it, it, he does that with everybody. He stops and talks to everybody. Every single person.
0: Yeah, slow poke.
1: And it was just, it was just so amazing. It was like, I mean, even without the hugs, I felt like I was being hugged. Right. That That level of personal attention and i got the same thing from zachary levi don't get me wrong oh yeah um i just can't talk about it because i will start crying and we met weird al oh yes weird al that was like one of the best photo ops we've ever had And he was just fantastic. And, you know, you don't get a lot of time to say anything to him during a photo op. And so I just said, been a fan for 34 years. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate your work. And he's like, wow, thank you. <laughs> and he was he was a good egg. Yeah. He was a good egg. He's one of those people that also just radiates great energy. Oh, yeah.
0: Just radiates Definitely. it. So. Yeah. Wonderful picture with him doing a very weird owl face.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's that was... Uh, it was great. It was great. Yeah. So, so yay for Weird Al. Yeah, eventually you m- may be able to talk about meaning Zach Levi. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. Just go look at my Facebook feed and you'll get the breakdown in a few sen- sentences. But it was just, I c- it's just so special I can't talk about it.
0: We also got you a white peasant blouse and a red and white striped skirt.
1: Yes, which is going to go with my red and blue corset, and it's going to complete my steampunk Captain America outfit.
0: Yay! Woohoo!
1: that's pretty much it.
0: We avoided buying a lot of other
1: stuff. Yeah, well, we did have the Zach Levi photo op, which turned out fantastically as well. Yes. Right. I, I basically said, "Could you please do the smolder and we'll look at you adoringly?" And he's like, "Absolutely!" <laughs> he's just so yeah, he's so accommodating. Friendly. He's so friendly. Yeah, he's
0: he's he's just a bundle of energy and joy and
1: yeah, fun. and that was another thing. Um, he had had like one of those Amazon Tap speakers and had his phone um, Bluetooth to it and was playing music that he enjoyed. You know, upbeat music. It was a lot of pop music,
0: and the crowd was into it. The security guys were into it. Everybody was into it. Yeah, there's everybody song about, was having I, fun. I can make your hands clap, and mm-hmm. everybody was clapping along to that. Yeah, So.
1: it was fun. Yeah,
0: well, we're nearly to our food destination, so should we wrap it up right then?
1: Yep, let's wrap it up. And
0: we'll be back with more tomorrow, I suppose.
1: Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Hello, listeners. Since the Zachary Levi panel did not record much as I had suspected, I thought perhaps it would be a good way to divide the two days by putting in the dark track of the fortnight around its usual spot, which is towards the middle of the show. And it's a submission I got over Twitter, of all places, by a band called Antipole, who are from Trondheim in Norway. They regard themselves as being dark wave, but I get more of a straight-up post-punk vibe from them. The song is an instrumental. They've described themselves as addictive, guitar-based, cold wave, dark wave. I kind of get the cold wave, though uh, being instrumental it's hard to pick up on the vocals. This is a remix. It's the People remix, featuring Paris Alexander. So there's a touch of vocals, but kind of done in the style of house music, where it's pretty much just one word. I did listen to the original track. It's two minutes and some change. This is about twice that length and a bit more, and you really get to feel the dance beat that gets bumped up, though I do like the guitar work a lot. It works without lyrics, but I'd be curious as to know how it would work if there had been lyrics sung over this piece of music. All in all, it's something we would probably play as a closing piece of music. It fits that vibe, as with the song from Chemical Waves we now end on. So about Antipole, the members are Carl and Christelle. You can get to listen to the music over SoundCloud, Bandcamp, they're also on Spotify. And that's A-N-T-I-P-O-L-E. So here is the song Someday 45, featuring Paris Alexander, The People Remix, by Antipole. Starting day two of the 2017 fan experience.
1: Final day.
0: Final day. That's only a two-day event this time around because of scheduling.
1: Well, they weren't going to put one on at all. Yellow car in the rearview mirror. Uh, And uh, then suddenly 17th and 18th became available. And they basically jumped on it and then put out a poll on Facebook saying, Would you come to FanX if we did one? And so many people said yes, they figured it was worth it, and they got to work. So, uh, the downside is is that they don't have the entire uh, vendor convention floor area available.
0: Right. Which is
1: responsible for some of the problems with photo ops, but... Uh, they got flooded with complaints yesterday, so I don't feel I need to make any more noise about it. <laughs> no,
0: I, no one was happy with that. No. Even the people working there were upset, I'm sure.
1: Oh, absolutely, because they're the ones that have to deal with all the people who are upset.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Even though they have nothing to do with how this thing was set up.
0: No, nope, somebody else planned that. Yeah. If you can call that a plan. <laughs> it,
1: it seemed like a, not a plan just did not seem like they were thinking clearly uh but you know i wasn't in the room where it happened in the room where it happened In the room where it happened sorry i can't help myself sometimes so yeah i was (laughs) i i wasn't a fly on the wall i don't know what options they had and what they went through before they came to rest on that one perhaps there were worse ideas I don't see how. <laughs> sorry. You
0: remind me of a conversation I think we heard on the train of who was probably nerdier, whether it was Hamilton or Burr. <laughs> I was like, that's a nerdy conversation in its own right.
1: That was so cute. I had forgotten that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> they were like, Hamilton, surely. Yeah.
1: And then they're like, no, Burr so was so enamored of Hamilton that he he didn't want to show it and he kept fucking with his life. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to make him unlikable so that he could get over his crush. That was basically the other person's argument. Yep. Um, it was... <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> Anywho, so today we have two more photo ops. We have Chris Sarandon. Oh yeah.
0: Yes. Dog uh-huh. day afternoon.
1: Yeah. Fright Night. Oh, he's so fucking good in Fright Night. Princess Bride. The first Chucky movie. Oh yeah. Child's Play. That's it. I can't. I the things that I wanted to call it, I knew were wrong. But I am having so much trouble connecting words and images right now. Right. Um, I've I've just had trouble lately uh, coming up with the word that I'm trying to say, even though I know what. I'm trying to say, but I can't find the word.
0: That's me always.
1: I, f- I feel like it's a product of exhaustion because it's been a very difficult week for me uh, leading up to FanX. So, yeah. yeah. That's
0: why my preferred form of communication is in text. That way I can think before I put a word in- on in.
1: Yeah. But anyway, our second um, photo op is Danielle Panabaker. Correct. And uh, if you have ever seen The Flash, uh, you know that she's Caitlin Snow. Uh, The first time we ever saw her was in in Sky High. Right, and I
0: remember enjoying her in that.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought she was great. She was my favorite thing about that movie. And that's saying something because Bruce Campbell was in it.
0: Mm, Yes. Uh,
1: But, yeah, she was my favorite thing about that movie. And we took my mom to see that. That was a fun little date with all of us. And then, of course, the cameos from uh, Linda Carter were brilliant as well. Especially when she's the principal of the school and... People are asking the impossible and she's like, who am I? Wonder Woman? Just walks away. <laughs> that was good times. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that as well because I think she is Garoby. Yeah. And Killer Frost. She's great as Killer Frost. I I enjoy Killer Frost because it looks like she is having so much fun. <laughs> because it is so fun to be bad. Yeah. I am speaking from experience. It is fun. So we have those two set things And then as for everything else We are Footloose and francy Feast. Francy free Fancy-Feast? Francy fee We are Fancy-Feast Oh god I have a problem with placement of my R's today mm. So that's fun Yeah, um,
0: Con it the The high-ray And the free-ray Or the free-ray I think you said it the first time
1: uh, no, I said I said free-ray the first time Okay And then I said free-ray
0: Because it was free, fun
1: Free-ray Best friends Yep And, um, yeah So, this car is going slower than uh, I want them to Colorado be. It's all good it's all good. And it's kind of getting dark at the moment because there's clouds. This is why we were hurting. Wouldn't maybe? that be funny
0: if those were the layer of Abraxas guys that were running a little late?
1: <laughs> uh, I would hope that they would be staying closer than that. Yes. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm doing this uh, uh, thing. Uh, South Dakota, not South Dakota, North Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't know why I'm doing Minnesota but now. I'm clean to, clean but, I, but I'm doing a little Minnesota. Yep. I don't have the accent down pat, so. Uh, oh, right. So, uh, yeah, I'll just let it go there. <laughs>
0: it's almost Chicago.
1: Uh, I know, I know. I, don't, I haven't perfected it, okay? <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, we're in the carpool lane again. Um, anything else? Uh,
1: well, oh, yeah, um, Zachary Levi had so much fun yesterday that he decided to stay for day two of Fan X.
0: No big surprise.
1: So, well done, Utah nerds. You're the best. We're the best. We're the best. We're the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was so well received and enjoyed it so much, he decided to stay another day.
1: Yes, and I, of course, am tempted to go through his autograph line again, um, get a selfie. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's something... It's not really a selfie, though, because you're not the one taking the picture. Right. Um, but they are calling it a selfie. Don't get me started on what Zachary Levi thinks about selfies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a different thing if it's, you know, you're taking a picture of yourself with a famous landmark in the background or with friends or something like that. But these people who just go in to the bathroom and just start taking all these glamour shots of themselves and then that's all they post, that's very narcissistic.
0: Yeah. I've seen it often when it's somebody's fitness or weight loss regime. Is like, a way of them marking their progress.
1: Yes, I understand that, honey, but are they posting ten pictures in different poses? Mmm. That's what not I'm in talking that about. Instance, no. That's what I'm talking about. And, uh, that person is too much of a Green Bay's Packer fan.
0: Oh, the giant green G. Bays,
1: green Bay's? Uh, green Bay's.
0: There's, there's multiples.
1: Suckety fucking So.
0: There's the light Green Bay. There's a the dark Green Bay. Yeah. There's an the acid Green Bay.
1: And, uh there's First a Lord 3 band. Uh, and actually he got a lot of shit for that on Twitter cuz people were talking about, "Oh, well, what a you know, this is good for young women's self-esteem." And he's like, "No. Actually no. <laughs> it has nothing to do with young women's self-esteem. If young women need to bolster their self-esteem by putting, you know, pretty pictures of themselves up on their social media, then we've been teaching them the wrong thing."
0: Yes, we're we teaching them the wrong value of self worth
1: yeah because of course he's one of those lovely people that believes that a woman's self worth comes from what's inside her and from her actions and not her appearance so there we are yeah and uh, he thinks that uh, young women should be taught that from as early an age as possible that your appearance is not who you are Yeah,
0: that's a thing now, is not saying how pretty young girls look. And
1: don't tell them to fucking smile,
0: either. Right.
1: Uh, I'm so sick of people saying, Oh, you'd look so much prettier if you'd smile. Don't ever say that to me, because you are going to guaranteed get a bitch face out of that. (laughs) Guaranteed.
0: Guaranteed bitch face, which is a good place to end.
1: (laughs) Yep. Instead of resting bitch bitch face, it's guaranteed bitch face. Yep,
0: so... We will return with our wrap-up, I suppose. Yep. All
1: right, laters. Bye. Three men. I'm Peter. I'm Andy. And I'm Lee. The multiverse of sci-fi's finest spacecraft. USS
0: Defiant. USS Discovery. The SSV Normandy 2. Cylon Base Star. The Icarus 2. The White Star. Slave 1. Excelsior! The Fiery Phoenix. Liberator. The Battlestar Pegasus. The Millennium Falcon. X-Bomber. The Nostromo. The Aventura. NSEA Protector. The Enterprise. It doesn't matter which one and anyone, you know. Let's save a D.
1: But which ones can claim to be the greatest ships ever? My ship?
0: My ship? No, my ship.
1: Welcome to Space Doc Jury. Space Doc Jury is a production for GeekPlanetOnline.com.
0: of day two, and we are beat.
1: Oh my god, we're so tired. And yet again, we're leaving a little earlier. Yeah, not that much though, because the con's over at 7.
0: Yeah. I mean, they
1: still have some stuff going on from 7 to 8, like the Dr. Horrible sing-along. Sing-along. Literally, they play Dr. Horrible sing-along vlog and have a sing-along to Yes, it. they do. So... Yeah, I saw somebody selling tickets to it. Yes. So, they have stuff like that still going on, but... Uh, We could have been out of there like an hour earlier, except they changed the time of our Danielle Panabaker photo op from 4.15 to 5. And photo ops again, a big clusterfuck. Yeah,
0: we were already in line for that, then find out, oh, that's been pushed back, so had to leave for a bit and then come back and join that clusterfuck again. Mm -hmm. There was a clusterfuck for the other photo app as well, the Chris
1: Sarandon one. It wasn't as bad, but it was not good. No. And Chris Sarandon was lovely. Yeah, he asked our names. Yeah, because I said, oh, we've been a fan. We've been fans for 30 years. At least I've been a fan for 30 years. He's, what's your name? And I said, it's Brandy. He was just really kind. Cool guy. Good energy. Yes. Yes, indeed. And same thing with Danielle Panabaker. Good energy, but the photo not good.
0: Yeah, you're kind of caught swept by surprise because you were telling her that we've been fans for a long time.
1: And I was talking fast too, and they just did not give me a chance to get ready, and I look something between terrified and confused. It's horrible. It's, it's truly the worst I've ever looked in a photo op, uh, truly. So you cropped
0: you out, you cropped me out, so it's just a picture of her now.
1: Um, <laughs> That's what social media will see. Yep. Um. Finally,
0: had a big purchase for myself, and that was this place that makes lightsabers. Uh, combat style lightsabers.
1: I think they're called ultra sabers. Ultra
0: saber, yeah, ultra sabers. No,
1: I mean the company. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the company. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, craft them, different hilts, different blade lengths, different colors, you can custom make them if you want, add a hilt if you want. And I was just looking around and the one I liked was the cheapest of the range. <laughs> yeah. Just oddly enough, I did replace the blade with the more durable one, so yeah. I cost a little extra.
1: Only 10 bucks. Yeah, only
0: 10 bucks. So I brought it up from, I think, 54 to 64. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad for having my own Red lightsaber lightsaber. Yeah. Very Sith It was called the Initiate version 2 I think
1: Yep I think that the um, Blade lengths Are determined by the Version 1, version 2, version 3 Etc. Right So yeah It's um, Perfect length For you
0: yeah, I, if I hold, hold it at my side, the tip is just above the ground, which is fine for me because during practice or something, I don't want to be having, you know, scraping the bottom, <laughs> you know, the ground with the t- tip of the blade. So that is a good thing. Yes. And then we got you one later on. Yeah. Because you're kind of coveting mine and it's like, well, the reasonably priced, we could probably find one you like. But you went with the silver hilt rather than the black.
1: I wanted silver. And yours
0: has some bevels in it, so it's a more comfortable grip.
1: Yep, and mine is the um, Initiate version 3.
0: Yep, slightly longer blade. Yep. Slightly longer hilt. hilt. Slightly thicker hilt.
1: Yeah. And it's good, because if it was longer than that... I mean, the next length up was like the full length, and it was just... I could just see myself hitting everything accidentally. (laughs) Yeah. So... Because you took a liking to pointing at things with the sword. I did. Well, I've been pointing at them with my parasol and then I was pointing at them with my lightsaber. Yep. Because it's fun and uh, they also will customize the color, like if you don't want one of the standard colors, you know, which is red, blue, green, something else. Then um like for the color I wanted it was five dollars more. Yes. And so I got teal. And it's, it's
0: a very pretty teal.
1: Gorgeous. I love it's
0: it. It's like the color of an ocean.
1: I love it. It's just perfect. Yep. It's absolutely perfect. It
0: suits you very well. And it goes well with the silver too.
1: It does. It really does. It's kind and of a
0: frosty feel to it.
1: I mean, they had just almost every color of, pretty much every color of the rainbow as far as lightsaber. Yes. Colors. Except for indigo, you know, because that would be dumb. Uh-huh. But, uh, but, yeah, they had violet and they had, you know, like pink and yellow, orange, the teal... So that was very exciting for me, and I love my lightsaber so much.
0: And very vivid color, very bright light as well.
1: Yeah, I love it, love it, and it runs on AAA batteries. That is my favorite thing. The bottom of the the hilt is you screw, unscrew it and pull out the battery pack, and just stick in new AAA batteries, and that's all there is to it. And they camouflage it so well at the bottom of the hill that you just don't even think about it being there.
0: No, well, it's got these you know, little bit of serrated edges kind of thing, you know, where you can get enough grip to unscrew it. But that's about it. You know, it's not evident that that's where the batteries go, but it just makes sense that it is. Yellow part. There you go.
1: But it just, it it's one of those things that it looks like it's just a normal part of the lightsaber and it's it doesn't stick out you know so yeah we got lightsabers really cool lightsabers yep
0: that was my big purchase got some buttons too cute buttons from the buttons place that we usually stop by because there's often new things
1: yes and uh, she did have a uh, x23 from the the Logan movie version of x23 right and so, that was cool. You got one of those. And there was a squirrel girl. So, you got one of those.
0: Yep. And a raven. A storm and a raven and a few other things.
1: So, and then I got like five different Captain America things. <laughs> yeah, um, you did. Yeah. It's...
0: Kind it's of Wonder Woman probably. thing.
1: Yep. And, um... I did get one that has the xenomorph on it and it has the words game over man game over and it, I had to have it for Bill yes for Bill Paxton so I have that and then I also have free hugs and it's a face hugger <laughs> nice that just that brings me joy it's the cutest face hugger you've ever seen so that's fun uh, another place where you got yet
0: another pocket watch for a reasonable price
1: yeah they were fifteen dollars.
0: You also got some uh, pendants
1: that were uh, minions as superheroes. <laughs> one Captain America and one Wonder Woman. They were just too funny. Yep. I could not resist them. They were too funny. So, that was your fault for yeah. showing them to me. Yeah, I had to go and show you those. Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: oh, your phone pillow.
1: My phone pillow. Um, it, this is a fun place that they hand make all of these things, and what it is, they call it a phone pillow, and it's it's a soft stand for like a pillow or a tablet or something. And uh, they had them in all nerdy fabrics, so of course there was like three different Captain America ones. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna pick the Captain America one. No duh. Right. And uh, I just I just really like them because they're they're soft and the phone just you know it doesn't move it doesn't slide it's just it just sits there because it's a pillow and they also had neck pillows which I should have just bought one at the time and I was too tired to go back for it once we got done with our photo op so I was just like I don't I don't care enough maybe there'll be a comic con in September and I can get one then yep. because i the design of the the actual physical design of the neck pillows were such that, you know, it will support your neck and it will also keep your head from, you know, turning, but it will also not prop up your head in a way that will make your neck hurt. And it was a really clever design, really clever. And, uh, I just should have got one at the time, but that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles, yeah, as they say. Yeah, just, uh
0: not jumping on an opportunity, I guess.
1: Yeah, they were only twenty bucks. I should have just got it. Uh, uh,
0: uh, really, that's about it.
1: Yeah, I wanted to, to just physically see Zach Levi one time, one more time, even from a distance. Never got the chance.
0: Bumped into your sister though.
1: Yes, did manage to bump into Brooke. That was great. We were actually getting ready to. Uh, eat the food that we had stood in line forever to get
0: yeah sandwich place where they were very meticulous about making your sandwich
1: and they were good sandwiches it was
0: a slow process though
1: it was but they were big sandwiches yeah
0: we both had the roast beef
1: roast beef and uh, that was when I broke my stool that was fun
0: yeah, if you um, didn't hurt yourself, that's good.
1: No, I did. it didn't hurt. It was just embarrassing and surprising. And
0: you didn't even fall in that spilt ice cream either, so that would have been sad.
1: Yeah. The, the broken stool did, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't. So, the broken stool broke my fall. Yep. So, I'll have to get another stool for next Comic-Con. And that's fine. Yeah, they are handy to have. Yeah. But, uh... Gone. on. On the way right. home. I'm just so tired. We're about to
0: watch some more Iron Fist that I'm not sure what I think about it yet. But then first episode is hard to tell with the first episode.
1: Yeah. Well, just from my own experience with the Marvel Netflix series... Each one of them, yes, they've had set up in that first episode, just to establish a few things, and then usually it starts to ramp up from in episode two. Exactly. And so that's what I expect to happen here because uh, currently, I mean, the first episode ended with him in a what I can only assume is a mental institution. being sedated are are we spoiling it I don't know if we are I it doesn't matter Uh, it's it's in the trailer okay and so I'm pretty sure that there's going to be some uh, some breaking out of that yeah because the rest of the series is not going to be him in a mental institution
0: (laughs) is it it is it's like 12 monkeys or something
1: no no there's a lot more action coming and there was some great action in the first episode yeah
0: really enjoyed it. Yeah, martial arts is fun. Got to see him use some soft style. Which is weird, because the opening credits is a very rigorous northern style. Lots of spinning and kicking. And leaping. But when he's actually fought, it's been very close in soft style, so interesting to see how many applications he applies.
1: Yeah, and he's uh if I, rem- if I am correct, I'm not 100% sure on this because I know that the actor who plays him was Marjorie's gay brother on Game of Thrones. Ah. And, uh... Yeah, Probably, that, that probably British then, then, huh? He's, he's, I'm 99% sure that he's British and he does a great American accent. Yeah, I mean got it's got this really great.
0: Miller thing going on.
1: Just the way he looks. Just in the look, but you know, that's because he's been in the Himalayas for 15 years. Yeah. And, you know, he can't prove who he is because anyone who could identify him is gone. Yeah.
0: And he was so young when he disappeared that none of his information's really on file.
1: Yeah, it's like there's no DNA, there's no fingerprints, there's no social security card. He was 10. So,
0: it was fun seeing them use his soft style, you know, using people's own strength and momentum against them. Oh
1: yeah. That was really, really fun that. stuff. Really enjoyed that cuz I knew exactly what he was doing. Yep. So, it was uh, it was very entertaining and very well choreographed. Yeah. We'll so, yeah. Be
0: watching more of that while we have our dinner.
1: Yep. And uh, I don't know that there's much more to say. No, it was a good thing
0: to end on yeah, we're done with the Fen Experience twenty seventeen it and its ups and downs. Met some cool people and there were some frustrating moments as well. But yeah. other than that, the ups were really high
1: up though. Yeah, I'm I mean they were really high up.
0: I'm Really glad I got the
1: lightsaber. I'm really glad I finally met Zachary Levi. Yeah. Hugged Zachary Levi. Found a something. Photo with Zachary Levi. I wanted like, to purchase. And
0: yeah, Zach. Zachary Levi was a really great guest And he stayed that second day, so that was awesome
1: Yeah So, I dare say he will be back Yep Because, uh, obviously, there is a demand there so Indeed I'm just, uh, I'm happy that he was, you know, excited that much That he wanted to stay that second day Yeah And uh, And, of course, also Meeting Weird Al, awesome. Meeting Carrie Ellis, awesome. Meeting Chris Sarandon, awesome. Meeting Danielle Panabaker, awesome. All those things were awesome. Yep, uh, you cleaned up with the celebrity thing this time around. Really did, really did. And uh, look forward to see what stops they'll be pulling out for Comic Con proper in September. Yeah, should be, prove interesting
0: when it's more likely they'll have the entire floor.
1: Yes, they will have the entire floor because they've already pre-reserved it. It's like always theirs now for that time Yeah,
0: well, as much money as they bring into the city.
1: Yeah, 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 so much money. Yeah. So
0: much money. All right, I think that uh, does it. So we'll return with one of our usual weird episodes, I suppose.
1: In time. In
0: time, in two weeks or so. Two weeks,
1: yeah, because this would nor this then. Yeah, this is
0: getting released around the normal time. Just yeah. happened to fall on the time we normally we record. So yep. Yep. There's that. It should be a pretty easy edit because just throw together what we've recorded, and mm-hmm. put it up. Party on! Just try to clean it up a little. All right, so yeah, party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Party on,
1: dudes excellent to each other oh wait that's that's the
0: other thing the other thing sorry bye bye the intro to the dark corner podcast is starting over again by the Dolly rocks the outro is closure by chemical waves you're listening to them right now have feedback send it to the dark corner pod at gmail.com you can also hit us up at the dark corner podcast facebook group and the Dark Corner Podcast fan page. Follow us on Twitter at Dark Corner Cast. If you have the chance, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Why not also check out other fine podcasts on Gentleman's Grindhouse Records.com. Speaking for Dr. Brandy Sexy Voice, I've been Evil Dave. Thanks for listening. The barbs means the fever. Gentlemans Grandhouse